How many of you are grateful that you have your body, you can walk, you can talk, you can lift up your hands? So let's give to the good Lord the worship and adoration that He deserves. So Father, we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that we can be all together here worshiping you, Lord, and giving you thanks. You are amazing. We love you, Lord, and mm, we send you kisses and hugs. Receive that through our adoration in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's go, sweetheart.
Let's give a hand to the good Lord. Yes, yes.
Let's all sing together. Faith and I'm lost without you. coming down you are pouring your spirit down on us and I receive Lord I am receiving you Lord receiving more of your holiness more of your love and your presence your power in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name and Thank you, sweetheart, for helping us to guide us in worship and adoration. In this place, Jesus is Lord. Can you say that for yourself? In my heart, Jesus is Lord. Could you say that? Jesus is my Lord. And now it's time for another amazing message. And everyone says, yeah, right. <laughs> I love to tease about this, you know. I remember in my... Uh, Probably my second church, this is my, my fourth church that I'm planting. In my second church, I remember uh, that uh, I was uh, trying to do good, right, and, do, and say good things. And I just wanted to do it so, so, so good for people. And, and I just thought, well, you know what? The first thing that I need to, to do is just to receive the word in my heart because because it's going to be from my heart to people's heart, right? To people's heart. And uh, the amazing thing is that he is amazing. He is amazing, right? And uh, during those days, my parents were here in this world. Now my parents are in heaven. <laughs> and I remember my dad corrected me once. He said to me, son, uh, you know, sometimes some jokes are, are convenient during your messages, and it's okay. But just remember this. Every time you tell a joke, 
if you want to kind of make fun out of somebody, make sure that that somebody is you. <laughs> you understand? He says, the, the best funny thing that you can say, if it's a joke, is if you put yourself as the target of the joke. Because in that way, you are not offending anybody. That's why I say, the amazing message. And you say, you are right. <laughs> are you ready for that? You have your bulletin? I hope you do. All right, today we are going to talk about something really important, is how to be in a transition from being poor to being rich in a true prosperity. You know, because people think that the, the prosperity that everyone wants is, is all about money, right? Well, th that's wrong. Prosperity is not only money. Money is part of it. But the true prosperity has to do with a healthy spiritual life, right? A healthy life. Also, it has to do with a good relationship with others, right? And naturally, having enough money to go through life, right? That is the true prosperity. So, are you in a good relationship with the good Lord? Do you have His forgiveness and His peace? Amen. You have that. So that is the first thing. We need to get that in, in the first place. Lord, I want your forgiveness. And we are forgiven. So we have that connection full developed. The second thing in terms of prosperity, it has to do with our health. Because someday we are going to transition from this life to eternity, right? So one way or other, we are going to transition. But let's say, if I ask you, how many years of life would you like to have? When some people would say, you know, 70, others would say 80, others would say 90. So, I heard that there is a country that they are reaching 110 years average people, somewhere in the Pacific Islands. It's possible, right? But would you like to live a long life if you have problems to go to the bathroom, if you cannot sleep, if you cannot eat good stuff, mm -hmm. you cannot move, would you like to have a long life like that? No. no. You see, true prosperity has to do with a good health. The other thing, true prosperity has to do also with good relationships. Let's say the person has the money, has a good relationship with the Lord, has a good health, but lives in hell in his home. Would you like that? No, because the true prosperity has to do with also good relationships in your home and in your workplace. That is the true prosperity. And of course, have enough money. Do you like to be broke? <laughs> it's so fun, right? Oh, it's so fun. You know, when you receive the bills and you don't, know, you don't have the money to pay the bills, it's such a wonderful feeling, right? No, everybody hates that. We hate that, right? It's, it's, it's horrible. But you know what? I am going to share with you a very personal <coughs> part of my lifestyle, my life story. When I was uh, very little, you know, I'm the oldest of six children, and my parents uh, were uh, poor in those days, but financially speaking, they didn't have enough money. Of course, I didn't know we were poor, you know? Just so you know, the first time that I ate pizza, I was 12 years old. I didn't know of the existence of pizza. You know, I was 14 years old then. The first time that I went to a restaurant, I want you to hear this, I was 12 years old. First time that I went to a restaurant. That is because we were financially poor. But we were not poor, really. We were very rich. And that's what I want to talk to you today. It's not all about money. There are other elements to make you poor or rich, right? But honestly, in those days when I was a little kid, and I was telling the story about uh, something that happened with uh, my, my aunt Rosie. I call her Paki. That was the nickname that I gave her. Paki used to fix me scrambled eggs. And this is shortly the story. She's fixing the scrambled eggs, and she grabs the bowl, she scrambled the eggs, and she says to me this, Mijo, good scrambled eggs never have anything white. And that's what you do, shh, because the scrambled eggs have to be really yellow, and you have to work it hard, okay? Do you understand? Yes, Tia. Uh, 
And then she puts the oil there, and it's hot, hot, hot oil. And then she says, now when the oil is hot and you scramble these eggs, now is the time to put the scrambled eggs in the, in the pan. And they grow and all that. We have the food on the table, right? And it's, it looks great, but this is what my, my tia said to me. She says, now get your tortilla. You call them tortilla, right? You don't know how to say the word, tortilla. And somebody says, tortilla. That's even worse. <laughs> okay. Well, you get, my, my tia said, get your tortilla. And then there is your egg. And now grab the tortilla in a piece like that. Grab a piece of the egg and then move it into the plate to get all the flavor of it. And then get the bite. Mmm. Mmm. Isn't it delicious? And I'm like, wow, tia, that's, that's delicious. That was lunch. Do you think that I was sad? Do you think that I was frustrated, depressed? No, no friends. I was happy because I had somebody who had a physical defect in, his, in her leg. She walked like this all her life, but she loved me. And she fixed for me scrambled legs that way, showing me how to have passion in life and enjoy what we had. That is the big difference between poor and rich people. The poor is the one that is miserable because can't enjoy life. It's misery. Rich is the one who really enjoys life. You have to enjoy what you have. Don't tell me that the issue why people cannot be happy is because they don't have things to be happy. That's baloney, especially for Christians. No, we need to focus on the Lord and start to learn to enjoy what we have. But let me get into the, te the teaching of today because I know you will have fun. The first thing that I want you to show is that prosperity, it has to do with hard work and planning. Planning is very important. This video that I am about to show you is the most recent rocket that was launched in Virginia in the Eastern Shorts, and they were carrying 7,400 pounds of supplies. That was May 21st. Just now, watch the video, please. This is real audio. And we have lift off of the Antares once vehicle for the LA-9 mission. We've got engines at full power with phenomenal attitude. This is the most recent mission. It's a rocket. I'm using today a rocket to give an illustration of this is you. You have to have power in order to get where you want to go, where the Lord wants you to go. Your life is a mission. You have to see your life like you have a mission to accomplish. But missions, you know, they are not easy to do. That's why we read this scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All together, please. Joshua 1, 9. Be strong and brave. Do not be afraid, because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. If anybody in the church has a trouble... I am willing to listen to your trouble, understand you, be compassionate, understand the issue, but then I need to give you direction. Because it's all, all that I will do is just to hear you crying and telling me your laments, <laughs> lamentations and sorrow, we are not going to fix the problem. Is that the kind of pastor you want? I don't think so. You want a pastor that whenever you have an issue, you talk to him, that you want him to listen to you, but you need direction. And this is what I will tell you. Be strong and brave. 
Well, I don't want to hear that, Gian. I want you to tell me that you are sorry, that you are sad with me. Let's cry together. Let's be involved in misery for another 23 days. So then you will be a good pastor for me. You are wrong if you're thinking that way. And I will not do that to you. Because it's not scriptural. It's not what the Lord wants for your life. You need to get it together. Stop with this cry baby, poor me song. Stop it. Whatever is the problem, yes, it's painful. And you suffer. And we have to understand that and connect emotionally. But you cannot dwell in that misery. You have to jump out of that. The Lord says, be strong and be brave. But I will give you nine things tonight, this morning, perdón, sorry. Nine things that you need in, in your bulletins. That's why it's so important that you read, you read what I am putting on the screen, you hear what I am saying, and you write what I am explaining to you. Because then all your senses are going to connect, then you will be able to learn. The first thing is you need to have faith. And faith has to do with two things. Understanding who the Lord is and understanding who you are. Because you will never know who you are until you know who the Lord is. The Lord, let me tell you quickly, the Lord is the creator of heaven and earth. The Lord is almighty. He is the owner of everything we see. He rules the universe. That is the Lord. He is Powerful, loving, forgiving. He has unlimited resources and he loves you. He wants the best for you. That is your Lord. That is your Father. When, we, when people think of God and they are thinking that God doesn't care about them, that God forgotten them, that God maybe won't be able to do anything for them, that is a bad way to start. You have to have faith in the Lord knowing that He is almighty. The second thing is who you are. You are His child. You are somebody. You are not nobody. Do you understand? You are not nobody. That's why you need to make sure people will respect you and you are not going to allow people to talk to you the way that they want. No, you are somebody. I don't care if it's your rich Boss, supervisor, the owner of your company. I don't care if he's your uh, strong husband. I don't care if he's your powerful mother. I don't care if he's whoever. Nobody has the right to talk to you, putting you down. Because you are somebody. You are a child of the living God. Therefore, people need to learn to respect you. But if you don't see yourself that way, you will allow people to talk to you the way that they want. Do you understand that? You have to see yourself. My Father is the creator of heaven and earth. Say with me. My Father is the creator of heaven and earth. So you are somebody. That's powerful. Faith, first thing you have to have. Second thing you have to have is understanding that in order to become rich, you need to find the right environment. Because if you are hanging out with wolves, you will start You hang out with me, you will start to talk like the kind of things that I talk. But if you are hanging out with others that are just talking trash, using poor language, negativity, if you are just hanging out with the wrong people, you are doing the wrong thing. Watch what you are watching on TV. Pay attention. When you are watching anything on TV, pay attention. What is what you are listening? Because maybe it's just trash, garbage, negativity, confusion. You don't need to hear that. In fact, you have to stop that and say, no, 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 I don't need that because you need to learn to hang out with the right people. What you watch, what you listen, the people that you are having coffee with. You know, I, I love my family. I told you this. I, I grew up in a very financially poor environment. But you know what my, my parents told me? Son, come here. Listen, it doesn't matter if our cousins, uncles, aunts, 
Everybody, it doesn't matter how much money they have. It doesn't matter what kind of clothes they have, what kind of vehicle, where do they live, that doesn't matter. But what matters is what they are saying. What matters is their behavior, that matters. If you are hanging out with some of our relatives that are, they are nasty, disrespectful, they only like to drink beer and get high, I don't want you to hang out with them because you need to learn to hang out with the right people. I know today many of those who con that continue in that path, they are still poor in all aspects of their lives because they were hanging out with the wrong crowd. I will tell you something very simple, guys, and it's very, very direct. If you have extra time, go to our channels on Vimeo and YouTube and listen again every message. Invest time learning. Hanging out with the right people, get the right influence. But if you continue going to hear stuff that is just trash, it's a waste of your time. You are not going to prosper. And I'm saying this because I have the tools to share with everybody what I teach. But there are many awesome pastors out there with phenomenal messages. I don't have a problem with you, members of the church, listening to other pastors as long as they have a healthy doctrine. Right? And if you hear something that is controversial, ask me. Gian, you said this, but this pastor says that. Explain that to me. I will love that kind of conversation. I want conversations that are about the Lord, the scripture, theological doctrine, not about who moved this chair from the sanctuary or why this, closed, this door is closed. That, that, that's just silly. Operational stuff we will handle, guys, but I want deep conversations about the Lord from you. You hear me? Because that tells me that you are dwelling Wondering, thinking about the Lord. That is my hope. I don't want you to be thinking of me. I want you to be thinking of the Lord. Because He is your destination. Hang out with the right people. Leave your thoughts. All kind of garbage coming to your head. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Dad, Mom, I like my cousin such and such. And I know he smokes pot and he's always drunk. You said that I don't need to hang out with him. Listen, son. You can be with him for a few minutes, try to make a good influence in his life. But if after a few minutes he comes back to the same story, you extract yourself from that environment. You understand? You cannot be just isolated from everyone in the family or in your circle of friends because it's impossible. We are here to be light for them. But you have to be careful how you manage that relationship. The third aspect is good communication. Good communication has to do with your daily devotion. I will never get tired of telling you, do your daily devotion. And I will insist and persist and push you all my life to tell you, read your Bible every day. You might be upset and mad and say, Gian, it's just too much. You are pushing me too much. And I will say, and I will not stop. Because it's, that is the source of your life. That is the solution for your life, the Word. You have to go to your daily devotion. But you go there. And also you go in prayer through all day to say what you have to say to the Lord. But mainly to listen. What is the objective of you going to the Bible? You read like a parrot. Amen. What is the point of that? Don't do me a favor. Don't do it. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time doing that. Better you just sleep another 10 minutes. If you go there, I told you several times, three things you have to have. The Bible number one, your notebook number two, and your Victory Church pen. You have to have your victory church pen. Otherwise, how are you going to write your notes? The things that the Lord is going to tell you. <laughs> Wake up, people. You have to write what He's talking to you. I, I don't want to write. I, I'm not used to. My hand writes blah, blah, blah. Well, don't do it. 
You simply don't want to listen. Not to me, guys. To him. You have to go to listen to what he has to say. Right? And of course, when you are throughout the day and you are praying, you don't know what to do certain times. I, many times I don't know what to do certain things. And I stop and I pray. Father, what should I do here? I really don't know what, what should I do. And I wait. And then he speaks. And he says to me clearly, what is what I have to do? Because I learned to listen. You are going to learn to listen to his voice when you are willing to listen to his word. Oh, I like that idea. I like that idea. So if I have a trouble, I just call one... 999 Lord. <laughs> yeah. And he will answer to me. Absolutely. He will. But that line has a condition. The condition is, have you read my word today? What did I say this morning to you? Do you understand how, how we operate? Okay, Lord, if I have a trouble, I come to you, you tell me the answer, right? Right. Okay. Don't forget to read my word today. What? What? Don't forget to read. What? So, gotta go, gotta go. The day passed by. Lord, Lord, Lord. What did I say to you this morning? What did I say to you? Read my word. I will speak to you. You get that. Then I will continue talking to you. But if you don't go to my word and listen to my word, don't expect that I will just miraculously reveal my will to you because you are not showing me respect. You see that? You have to show him respect. I go to the scripture. I read his word. I make my notes. I understand what he's saying to me for this day. Then I go through the day. Then you can say your prayers and you will hear his voice. It's up to you if you want to be rich. The next aspect is you need to become a protege. This is a French word which means apprentice and a student. You know, guys, I am the result of my parents' work. I am the result of my pastor's work. I am the result of my mentor's work. I am the result of people that invested time in me. I have education, but I am the result of someone who led me to become the person that I am. It's not because suddenly one day I decided, I, I really want to pay attention. I really want to obey. I would like to. No. I didn't think of these things. I had people in my life that said, hey, hey, come here, come here. No, 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 no. You don't go there. Come here. Come here. This is what you need to do. Why? Because this and this. Why? Because this and this. Why? Because this and this. But why? Why all that? Well, it's simple. You don't want to do it. Don't do it. But you cannot come to me, Gian, pretending you are my protege if you don't have a commitment with me. One of the most wonderful things that anyone can experience in life is to find a good mentor. A mentor is the most important thing that anyone can have besides the Lord. You know why so many, are, so many people are broke, poor, and why so many people are losers? They never had a mentor that pushed through. Each one of the members of my churches have heard me saying this. I will not give up on you. I will push and push because I want you to grow. I will not say, I don't care. I want. I care. And I pray for you and I will talk to you and I will need to tell you things even if you don't like to hear those things. If eventually, like have happened, right? For 25 years in ministry, some people say, thanks, but no thanks. Well, I said, I understand. You are not going to be my protege. Because you don't want to listen. You want to do your own thing. Well, you are an individual, are free to do whatever you want. Go ahead, do whatever you want. 
But if you want to be a good protege for any mentors, because there are mentors for different areas, right? There are people that are awesome to teach you things about construction. There are people that can teach you awesome things to, to, to do with the business, marketing, health, working out, etc. If you want to be a real protege of someone, you have to have commitment. That means you're going to stick with the plan. And therefore, you have to have integrity in that relationship. What is integrity in this case? You are going to be truthful and honest. And you will say, you know what? I, I'm going to do it right. And sometimes I don't like it. But I have to. Quickly, tell me. Who was Joshua's mentor? Very good, Penny. Moses. Very good. Ask me how I know. How do you know? Okay. Upstairs in this week, we are learning, for the next five weeks, we are learning about Joshua. Oh, that's beautiful. In the children's ministry, and Penny is our children's ministry coordinator, they are teaching about that, so that's why she knows. Joshua was a fantastic guy because he had a phenomenal mentor. You are not going to be a good number one if you failed as a number two. You have to be a great number two, the best number two, if you want to be one day number one. You have to be a good protege. Next thing, obedience. Prosperity requires obedience. Let's say I hire somebody. Let's suppose I'm a, a very wealthy person that has a business. Let's say I sell microphones. Let's suppose, okay? I have a business. I manufacture microphones. I have a factory in China, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> and I bring the microphones from China, right? And I say, well, I want a, a sales director for my company. And I hire somebody. I'm very wealthy. Are you following the example? Okay, I'm very wealthy. I have my business and I want to hire a sales director. What is the first thing that I want him to do? To obey. I didn't hire him to come to tell me your, his thoughts. Do you understand? If you hang out with the right people, you will be connected to right people, people with power and authority and wealth that will hire you because they want to hire people that are smart and they are great people to work with. But once you get into that system, you have to obey. And that is the main problem with a lot of people. People don't want to obey. They want to do whatever they want to do. That's the problem. But if you are working with somebody, you have to learn to obey. And then, first thing is focus. So I hired this person, let's say his name is Jack. Hey Jack, you're being my sales director, I'm selling microphones, right? Well Jack, we are going to talk about microphones. And here I am in a 10 minutes chat, explaining to him my business. You know what he's doing in 10 minutes? <laughs> Texting three people, checking Facebook, thinking of what is he going to do later, he has zero focus. You know what happened in the minute number 11? He's fired. Because that person cannot focus. Do you want to prosper? You have to learn to obey first thing. Focus. You are with someone that is giving you instructions. Forget about the rest of the world. Even if you feel that you are going to have a diarrhea attack, you control your movement and you pay attention. Because if you are going to be rich, prosperous, you have to learn to focus. Focus. Pay attention. Dedication, concentration, and of course, submission. Eventually, you know, you are working for this person that is very wealthy and they'll give you instructions, you pay attention, you write your notes, and then you do what they say. Submission. Checklist. Next thing. Productivity. Productivity has to do with three things. Number one is good organization. Where are the keys, Jack? I, I, I have them here, sir. Uh, let, me, let, let me just... Where is the cell phone? that I gave you. Uh, 
What, what's the password of your email? Yeah, I, I promise you, I have it here somewhere. Okay. Fired. Zero organization skills. You have to pay attention to whatever you do. Be organized. Have discipline. Get up at the same hour. Do what you have to do. Checklist. Be organized. Discipline. And then hard work. I don't like that. Well, don't, be, don't get rich then. Easy. <laughs> Continue being poor and broke, unhappy. There is a desire to have a better relationship with someone in your home, your family. Well, you have to organize, be disciplined, and work hard. Whoever is the person that is unhappy with you, if you apply this, you will get success. Because many, many times this is the feel. They say, well, you know what, we will do, we will get together and we will do that. And, you know, it's a sister-in-law or uh, an uncle or whoever in the family, right? Yeah, we will do that. They are trying to reconcile. But the person is not organized, didn't write when they are going to meet, if they are going to meet, how. Many things were said, words, words, words. Nothing was written. There is no discipline. There is no follow through the thing. Two or three weeks later, oh, I forgot. I needed to. Uncle, uh, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, you told me that you wanted to meet me and the festival was last weekend. Yeah, I can tell how much you love me. I can tell how much you care to restore our relationship. Have a nice day, son. You understand? Applies to everything. Everything is organization, discipline, pay attention. And then you have to work hard. Especially in relationships. There are occasions where the relationship is kind of tense and you, you're just like, oh, I don't feel like, but you have to do it. You have to work hard. Especially if you messed up in that relationship, right? Let's say somebody is upset with you and your family for something that you have done. Well, you have to work hard to get it back. Lord, please help me. Sure, son. No. It's not going to happen like that. The Lord will help you. I promise you. But you have to do your part. And stewardship. You know... Give to the Lord is so important thing. A lot of people I hear all the time telling me this. You know, I, f I give as I feel led. Fine. But I read what the scripture says. But that was in the Old Testament, Gian. Malachi is for the Jews, not for us. Well, don't do it. But I read that when I don't give to the Lord his part, I am stealing from him. You do whatever you want, guys. But I understand there that I need to give to the Lord his part, otherwise I'm stealing, I'm robbing him. So you do whatever you want, but I will not fail on that. I have to give to the Lord his part and be generous with him. Giving is so important. Having a good time management, right? You have to have a good time management if you want to be prosperous. You have to have some sort of exercise. Whew. And Thelma, I mean, uh, Susanna was excited this week going to the gym. And I heard that Lisa wants to join, and Jeff was there. Well, it's a good thing. But sometimes you cannot go to the gym, let's say, for budget purposes. You don't have the money to pay the membership, let's say, right? Or you don't have the time, or it's so far, whatever. Okay, but at least you have to move. The, coin, the point of exercise is that you need to force your body to move. Because if you are just sitting there, what kind of prosperity will be that? Yes, you have the money, you have the good relationships, but your health sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with everybody here in the house. Do you want to go with us there? Hey. Hey, Grandma, hey, Uncle, you want to go with us to the church? We have a picnic. There is a swimming pool. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> you see? 
Because there is no concept of taking good care of our bodies. Exercise, diet. We know already what is good and what is wrong, right? Do we love sugar? Of course. Do we love candy? Absolutely. Do we love chocolate? Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. But we have to eat that with moderation because it's going to kill us if we continue eating that way, right? So, yeah, it's not much fun to eat a cucumber. Oh, I love my spinach. I love these carrots, especially raw, huh? They're so tasty. No, immediately we say, oh, let's put it in the pot, water, sugar, boil them. Oh, there, now we are talking. You see, diet, mm -mm. prosperity has to do with all these things. Treat people right. Is a salesperson knocking at your door, insisting, and you are tired of telling him no? Even then, you're going to go out and say, listen, I already told you 25 times I am not interested. But please don't come back. Don't call me again. No more emails, please. No, I don't want that. It doesn't matter how mad you can be with somebody, you have to learn to treat people right. Watch your language. You can be upset, but you are going to watch your language. I don't want anyone in the church using poor language. This son of what? Son of what? Say it. I want to hear it. Son of his mother? Uh-huh. Yes, that's right. But this son of his mother has a name. His name is David. His name is whatever. Right? Things have a name. Right? Where is this stuff? Cup, watch, microphone, shoe. Everything has a name. Everyone has a name. Stewardship, talents. This passage is in your bulletins. It's from the chapter 25 of Matthew, verse 14 through 30. And talks about the, the three guys, the ten talents guy, the five talents guy, and the one talent guy. What happened with him? The one talent guy was lazy, didn't do anything with his talent. You know, you have talents. Don't tell me you don't have talents. You have talents. Yes, you do. Each one of you. Put it in action. You know what happened to this guy? The Lord said at the end, Give the talent, the one that you didn't do anything with, give it to the guy with the ten talent guy now, okay? And you, lazy one, get out of my sight. I don't want to see you around. That happens to people that do not put in practice and action their talent. You have to be aware of that. Are you listening to me, friends? Don't tell one day to the Lord, Lord, but I, I never heard that. Don't, don't tell me that. It's registered on video here and in heaven. You heard that. If you don't put the talent into practice, the Lord is going to say, get out of here. So you better think, what are my talents? Gianna, I don't know what my talents are. Can you help me to find them? Absolutely. Text me to remind me, and I will send you a link with the website where you can find your talents with a 10 minutes test. Really? Really. And finally, you have to learn to upgrade. Do you remember, guys, when we used to sing with the book hymns, hymns books? You remember that? And we, you know, the, 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 the guy directing the, the worship, now we are going to sing number 27. Number 27. Right? You remember that? And we got the book, right? The Lord is my Savior and He is my rock. And you remember that, right? We, we changed from that to those uh, projectors. 
And we burned the thing and projected in the screen. You remember? But it was one sheet. You remember? One sheet with everything. <laughs> and the operator with that thing was moving it to have center in the screen, you know, in the wall where we were projecting. You remember that? And then we moved to a new thing. Look where we are now. Because there is an upgrade. And it's better. We don't waste any ink. We don't print anything. But it's a lot of work to do that. Upgrade requires work. This slides one after the other that we prepared. Tracy and I prepared this keynote. This is called Keynote. It's what we use in our church. It has near 200 slides per week. And we do everything from scratch. Everything from scratch. Every week. It's a lot of work to prepare this for you guys. And we love to do it for you. But look where we are in technology now because we are upgrading. Right? Phones. Cooking. Microwave is a great blessing thanks to the upgrades, right? Don't you love the microwave? Leftovers. Boom. Five minutes later. Voila. Right? It's great. So many good things as a result of great. Well, you need to be upgraded, my friend. <laughs> you have to refresh. You need a change. Read with me, please. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. All together, please. Don't change yourself to be like the people of this world, but let the Lord change you inside with a new way of thinking. That's what I am sharing with you, a new way of thinking. If you don't get it in one lesson, repeat the lesson. Go back to the files and watch the videos. Invest time listening to it. It's a lot of data, Gian. Well, use the podcast then because it's audio and that is very, very little data. I don't have a podcast. Text me and I'll I will text you back the link. Let's read the second part of this verse. <coughs> Excuse me. Then you will be able to understand and accept what the Lord wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to Him and what is perfect. The whole thing is, if you understand that He, the Lord, is your Father and He is rich, He wants you to be rich. Rich in your relationships, rich in your finances, rich in your health, rich in your spiritual life. He wants that for you. Take it. Just learn the principles and then apply it to your life. Things are going to be much better for you. And then you will be happy and smiling. Enjoying every day and every night. Because that is what the Lord wants you to be. He wants you to be joyful every day, no matter what. You are in trouble today. Your health is not in good shape. Your relationships are in trouble. Your finances are a disaster. It doesn't matter. Your relationship with the Lord is not working well yet. It doesn't matter. He can change everything for you. All that you have to do is just say, Lord, I got it. I need an upgrade. <laughs> I need an upgrade, and I am willing to do it. Change my mind. Help me, Lord, to understand what I have to do. And then you will experience prosperity in your life. So we can all together say, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. This year, I will become more spiritual. And let's close the service with this beautiful song. This song has a part, a section. That says, let the poor say, I am rich. When we are singing this song, I want to hear you all saying that part. Mm -hmm. Okay? Let the poor say, I am rich. Yeah. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Let's stand up. Let's stand up and sing to the Lord.
I want to hear you. prosperity to you, Caitlin, that you will be yeah. rich, powerful, wise, happy, great health. You have a beautiful husband one day, children, and you will be in church all the time serving the Lord, that you will be an extraordinary person in this world to make an impact in the life of everybody. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. From Victory Church, we thank you, everybody watching. Have a beautiful Sunday.